I'm just laughing so hard at you saying like Jesus or like Moses. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah, one you, of those. You mixed fingers. up your Bible boys. That's okay. <laughs> but I feel like Jesus could do that too. You Jesus, know? Is, he's also got powers. <laughs> Or like a Magneto. That's really what it's kind of like. It's very Jesus, Moses, and Magneto-esque. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Two White Girls Talk Bollywood. I'm Kim. And I'm Katie, and we're going to talk about singing and dancing and Bollywood boys. Bollywood boys and a Bollywood tragedy. <laughs> oh my god, I I got so worried because when I went to queue it up, when I went to start it, Netflix was like, picking up where you had left off. Which, <gasps> no! <laughs> yes, because whenever, as you know, Kim, whenever I rewatch Malal, we're talking about Malal. Yep. <laughs> I, I stop at a certain point, like 10 mm-hmm. to 15 minutes before the end of the actual film. Yep. And I say, great, we're done. Happy ending. <laughs> yeah. So the idea that Netflix was going to start me off with the saddest part of this film, I was yep. like, no. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing worse than how sad this movie's ending is, is watching just its ending and not getting to <laughs> yeah. see any of the joy in the beginning. Exactly. It is better than I remembered it. Me too. It's really good and the acting is really good from these two actors who we haven't really seen much of anything else from, who haven't been in a ton of other things, uh, but do a really great job conveying this story through not just their words, but through their expressions and their... They're yearning. (laughs) It's so much. It's so much eye contact. So much eye contact. (laughs) Every single moment of this film, something is happening and it's usually silent. Yep. But it's in like the quirk of an eyebrow or like the lift of like the corner of your mouth. Like it's so subtle. So I just kept pausing to be like, oh my gosh, they're (laughs) conveying such emotion. Yeah. You can't take your eyes off it for a minute. Yeah. So it's great. I did want to make sure we mentioned, though, that it is a remake of a Tamil film, Mm -hmm. which is really interesting. The the Tamil film is called 7G Rainbow Colony and is about a North Indian girl who moves to southern India. Mm. And that tension feels a lot more familiar to me, especially Mm -hmm. now that I've learned a little bit more about India. But I didn't fully grasp the tension in this movie when we first watched it or again in my rewatch but I did I did do a little bit of research that we'll get to when it comes up in the plot that helped me sort of understand it a little bit better great yeah I was watching it and was also like I don't really get what the big deal is (laughs) but regardless I'm willing to accept it at face value yeah exactly you know this politician is saying you shouldn't like her and so Shiva's like okay Um, And certainly, you know, like, I think there are a lot of cultures and communities that just have a fear of outsiders wherever they're from. So that's a lot of what seems to be happening here. Definitely. We have Mizan Joffrey playing Shiva. And then we have Sharman Segal playing Asta. Mm -hmm. And it is directed by Mangesh Hadawale. So here we go. Here we go. We open in 1998, Mumbai. Yeah, we do. In the middle of a cricket game. Mm -hmm. And we see our main guy, Shiva, 
is up to bat. I don't know if they say up to bat in cricket, but they do in baseball. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Sure. I think that sounds right. Right. He's got the bat. He's yep. hitting the ball. His team, there's like these two powerful guys sitting and watching this game. We won't even say it's not two powerful guys. It's one powerful guy mm -hmm. named Savant and his like right hand lackey guy who mm -hmm. we're not even going to give him his name because eh, he's not that important. Nah. And so, again, I don't really understand cricket, but this is very confusing to me. But the lackey gives the umpire like a look. The umpire stops the pitcher and then the pitcher throws like a low wide ball mm -hmm. and the announcers are like, oh, the pitcher threw a wide ball, but the umpire didn't tell him to. So Savant's team wins. And I was like, I don't. You know, <laughs> the rules escape us, but the vibe is there. Like we can understand that like yes. Savant has done something that's wrapped up the game early and caused Shiva's team not to win. Correct. Um, and so Shiva doesn't like this very nope. much because he likes to win. He's a bit of a hothead. Yep. He has a cricket bat in his hand. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> and so he runs down the umpire and starts beating him with the cricket bat mm -hmm. and a whole big fight breaks out. Savin's watching this and he's just like, you know what? I like this kid's violent energy. <laughs> Let's keep an eye on him. Let's invest in mm -hmm. him. The lackey is like, okay, so does that mean we should let them win? And the next scene, we see Shiva accepting the trophy for winning this cricket game. Yep. He's smiling. So he and his friends are like partying back home to their like apartment building. Mm -hmm. He's turning around, kind of going up the stairs backwards so that he can see all of his friends' faces. He's like and bopping then... his butt backwards. Quite yes. <laughs> He's like yes. doing a very butt forward dance. He's got a very nice butt. <laughs> He does have a nice butt, yeah. But yeah, so he suddenly sees his friends just kind of stop. Mm -hmm. And then he turns around to see what they're all staring at. And he sees this beautiful woman oh, standing so beautiful. there. She's wearing just the most beautiful dress. Like, yeah. I want it. <laughs> she's fantastic. So she's standing there and she's just like kind of smiling because she's like, oh, look what I've stumbled into. And then he just rudely asks her to like what she's looking at. Mm -hmm. And then he tells her to back up. Yeah. And then he continues on dancing because clearly he doesn't know how to handle. No. And also like he's in her way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop being so rude, Shiva. Yep. Um, but this is Asta. Mm -hmm. And we find out that she's in the process of moving into one of the rooms with her family. Yeah. So then we still follow Shiva. Shiva goes home. He like says goodbye to his friends. He's like, look, mom, I have this trophy. She's super proud of him. And then he gets this kind of like petulant air, I would say. Like it just has this very juvenile vibe to it. Shiva's 22 when it shows. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, he's in this weird space where he's not very mature yet, but he's expected to right. be contributing more than he is. And we'll kind of fill in some more of his backstory and figure out maybe why he is the way he is. But yeah, then his dad comes home, mm -hmm. literally and comes in at the worst time because Shiva is, is kind of yelling to his mom to bring him more eggs. And he's just sitting on the floor, like watching TV. His dad comes home and like, slaps the plate of food out of his hands. He says that the whole neighborhood is like embarrassed by Shiva because yeah. he heard of how violent the fight got after the game. He, his dad is hitting him. Yeah. Shiva's kind of backing away. And then 
his dad actually starts like force feeding him. Yeah. Shiv is a fairly large person. Yeah. Um, He's quite a bit taller than his dad. And so he kind of straightens up and raises his hand and his dad immediately like kind of like stops and cowers and then says something along the lines of like, you would dare to hurt, like hit your father, Mm -hmm. which is just. It's like, if you're going to back someone into a corner, like I think his response to defend himself is kind of understandable. And yeah. he also As doesn't hit him. <laughs> yeah. And his father is physically beating him. Yeah. So Shiva storms out. And as he's storming out, he encounters Asta again. Mm-hmm. So she's just brought her bike up. She's kind of blocking the the entrance to the stairs. Um, but he's obviously not in the mood. Mm-hmm. And he forcibly, like, moves it to the side. And she calls him, like, an idiot. Yep. He turns around and he's like... This is a respectable neighborhood you've moved into. You need to learn to be polite. This is like classic Shiva at this yeah. point in this film. Like, It's not great. It's not healthy behavior. No, when I remember the first time I watched this movie, I was like, I'm supposed to like this guy? Yeah. Yeah. But now I'm like, oh, Shiva, I understand you and I understand <laughs> your pain and your struggles. But yes, then we see Shiva meeting with Savant and... He tells Shiva that there are so many people coming into the city from the north, Mm -hmm. and they must be stopped. So he's like, yeah, your job is basically to keep northerners out of Mumbai. And as long as you keep them away, I will pay you. And in the meantime, like, enjoy. You're now one of my, like, my guys. And then we get our first dance number. Yeah. (laughs) Which is Isla Ray. And they are in the club. Uh Shiva's there with his boys. This is a very good dance number. I think I might choose this one as my favorite because mm-hmm. I I wrote down, like, I don't know why I haven't been rocking out to this song all these years. Right? <laughs> I love that he's dancing in what I'm going to call a less refined way. Like, mm-hmm. he's a good dancer, but he's dancing in a way that feels, again, it's very natural and it feels yeah. the way that I think your average dude kind of would, you know, dancing with these pretty ladies in the club. Yeah. Just like boisterous. Yeah. It's very boisterous. And I also really love the part where they are all like pretending to shoot at him. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, first he's dodging the bullets, but then he's like, yeah, like sort of moving his body, like dancily, but like he's getting shot and it's very funny. It's, it's really great. There is like a pretty lady dancing that he first gets up onto the stage to dance with. And I love that she just like grabs him by the belt buckle. She does. Yeah. Like the front of his pants. And then just starts pulling his hips towards her. <laughs> yeah, and then, and and then like, the pelvic thrust. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that's a move. And he's here for it, yep. and so am I. Mm-hmm. This is great. They also, like, do chest bumps. Yes. And I was like, that's got to hurt. That's got to <laughs> hurt. Yeah, he's got a solid chest, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so this is very fun. And Shiva returns home from the club, and he's super disheveled and kind of drunk. Yep. Also, this man just has glorious hair. It really is some of the most beautiful hair I've ever seen. It is so beautiful. And so he's coming home and it's just like all over the place in like the most (laughs) carefree, amazing way. But he encounters Asta in her pajamas sitting outside her door reading. And she's wearing this really cute like matching pajama set. Mm -hmm. Like she looks very like modest very put together very clean and then there's this man who's just like 
drunk and looks like he was rolling around somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> he probably doesn't smell great. Nope. Um, and I just love the contrast between them in yeah. this moment. So she gets up to go back inside and he tells her to wait and she stops and looks at him and he just says, Shiva More. And that's his name. Yep. <laughs> and then she just kind of like gives him the smallest smile and then runs inside. <laughs> And I just love that this drunk man is like, well, pretty lady. I should probably tell you my name. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then later on, we see one of Shiva's friends, who is this muscly guy named Baban. Um, He's eyeing up Asta. Aren't they standing in front of a Titanic billboard at this point? (laughs) Yeah, and I will say, too, one of Shiva's other friends is talking to Baban about this. Because Baban's like, we're going to be like Rose and Jack. Mm. And then one of the other friends is like, okay, so you're going to die at the end? Yeah. Oh, and I was no. like, oh. oh we, don't, we don't like that foreshadowing. <laughs> no. But then Asta is across the street. She and Shiva are kind of making eyes at each other. Mm-hmm. And then Shiva reacts in a very mature way. And he's just like, oh, we got to tell like the building super that this filth is living in the building. Like we can't have northerners. Yeah. So he goes, he yells at the building owner. And um, this is where I wanted to mention that the, it's specifically they're saying the family's last name, which is yes, uh, Tripathi, um, mm-hmm. maybe related to Pankaj Tripathi from Ludo. Who knows? <laughs> um, but anyway, what I learned is that that is a Brahmin name. So Brahmins okay. being one of higher the caste. higher castes in yeah. India. So I think, too, in addition to this northern thing, and we know that Asta's family is very wealthy, that there's a caste dynamic here. And I don't know enough about the caste system to really be able to fully read all of the signaling of that. But it seems like because they specifically call out her last name that they're intentionally trying to highlight the caste difference here. Thank you for that context. That that makes sense because there is a huge class divide here as well. Um, Yeah. That happens in the next scene. We see Asta's parents meeting with another couple. We find out that these other this other couple are the parents of Aditya, who is Asta's kind of betrothed. Yeah. Like they grew up together. It was kind of always assumed that they would marry, but Asta's family is like, we've fallen on hard times. We don't have the status we once did. Mm-hmm. But Aditya's parents are like, if they're up for it, we're still in. Which is so kind. like It is, yeah. I was really impressed by Aditya's parents. They seem like really nice people. Their son yeah. sucks. And because this is like the, you know, you would kind of expect a dowry conversation exactly. to maybe enter yeah. into it. But they very much are like, no, we love Asta. Like, we love you. We know you're a good family. Yeah. And then later on, Shiva and his bros go to the roof because that's where they like to hang out and yep. drink. <laughs> Only to encounter Asta with like all of the local neighborhood kids. She is tutoring them mm-hmm. in math. Yep. And so Shiva tries to throw his weight around. But at this point, Asta's like, I'm fed up with this. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go toe to toe. Asta explains that she was born in Mumbai. Mm-hmm. And she actually switches to speaking Marathi, yeah. which Shiva's friends are like, oh, <laughs> I guess she's not as like high and mighty as we thought. Yeah, she's not as much of an was. outsider as they thought because she's from right. there. <laughs> And at this point, she is giving Shiva, like, a dressing down. Oh, She's like, you're so saying satisfying. your culture, but, like, you're rude. Is that part of your culture? Is mm-hmm. part of your culture, like, getting drunk? Yeah. Is part of your culture, like, being, like, this shameful presence? <laughs> like, <laughs> Just being a mean guy. Yeah. 
And then it turns out that he's a math genius. Yeah, a little goodwill hunting moment here. <laughs> yeah, like she has a calculator. She's quizzing the kids. Shiva is there. He's able to answer any questions she throws at him. And then the scene ends with him kind of giving her this tiny smile. Because mm-hmm. he now respects her yep. for standing up to him. And he's like, oh, I've learned things about you I didn't know. And she's also kind of like, oh, he's not completely stupid. <laughs> Um, they're each realizing that there's more depth and more to them than, yes. than what they had thought before. That is the, the nicer way of putting yeah. it, yes. <laughs> um, and then we get my favorite dance number. I'm Yes, this is going to be my favorite. Oh, but, okay. Um, well, then I might need to pick a different favorite. Because, <laughs> I mean, all three of them are really... Okay, anyway. This can be another three-song week. It's fine. Yeah. So then we go into our second dance number, which is Udala Ho. They both look beautiful. They're both now kind of smiling in a way they weren't smiling before. They're both having a good time. There's this element of like boys versus girls mm-hmm. that's really fun. We're always like that. My favorite part of the song, he like approaches her and holds his hands out for her to take mm-hmm. so that they can dance together. And she hesitates. So he then like, wipes his palms on his pants (laughs) and then holds them out again as if he's like oh sweaty hands (laughs) that's why she doesn't want to touch me (laughs) it's really it's really sweet yep yeah she just looks a little bit like shell-shocked yeah he really is showing a different side of himself than she has previously seen Mm -hmm. there's Um, also a part early on in the song that I love where he's like he's dancing with the boys and the there's one guy who's looking at Asta and he just like on the beat reaches out and turns the guy's head away from her (laughs) and then he jumps on that guy's back yeah he does (laughs) oh god it's really good this is a really Um, great dance number I like this one a lot this song is not subtle like they are they're into each other yes and so in the next scene, we see that, again, remembering that Baban is here. This is Shiva's really muscular friend who's obsessed with Asta. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like wearing a red shirt. He's carrying a red rose. He's got a massive card. And he's like, I'm going to go propose to Asta. Which, as far as I know, he hasn't really spent any time with her. Yeah. And Shiva just like grabs his arm and he's like, wait, she's mine. <laughs> and I was like, now... I shouldn't find this sexy because it's gross and possessive and not okay. Yeah. But here uh, we are. <laughs> but here we are. There's an element of that that I'm like, oh, okay. Up until Shiva's like, so give me that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he like, Shiva's like, she likes me best. She like looks at me differently. Which is and true. Like, it is true. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so many um, glances. Shiva, after this, is just staring at Asta from across the street. And his friend is like, well, I thought you weren't interested because she's a... And Shiva's like, shush, we're all Indians. What does it matter? And that is something that Asta told him on the rooftop. Right. But then we get the celebration of Ganesh. Yep. They're all, like, in a party bus. Asta's asleep with her head on her friend's shoulder. And then her friend, because Shiva's sitting on Asta's other side, and then her friend just kind of, like bops her shoulder so that Asta's head gets moved Mm -hmm. over to Shiva's shoulder. Yep. Everybody clears out. But Shiva is just like still as a statue Mm -hmm. because Asta's like asleep on him. Mm -hmm. And he has this look 
on his face that is like, this is the biggest responsibility of my life. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I, there's absolutely no part of me that will move ever. I will sit here for the rest of my days. Yeah, I just love how still he is. Because she's also expression. like, she's also kind of like wrapped her arm around his yeah. arm. Yeah, and then Asta's friend comes along and wakes her up. And she just kind of is like, oh, and <laughs> doesn't well, really spare Shiva first, a glance. What's his name? Baban? Yeah. First, he walks by and sees it, and yeah. Shiva just gives him this look, sort of like, see? Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what you get, Bobbin. She clearly likes me more. Yep. But yes, so that happened. And then, you know, we see Shiva's just like, I want to woo this girl. I don't know how. So he decides he wants to buy her a necklace. And his friend, my favorite friend of his, yeah. who's just there through it all, um, but he's like, you know what, Shiva? Like, you're never going to beat out this Mercedes guy like yeah whatever you get you can get her anything but just make sure you can afford it and make sure it comes from the heart yeah and she was kind of like it is perfect and like that is like the best advice and she was just kind of like I want a necklace though (laughs) and so coincidentally he's walking behind like a necklace vendor Mm -hmm. that a locket drops or like a necklace falls off of this vendor's like cart thing and it has the letter A for Asta. Yep. And he picks it up. And then we get a song that is not a dance number, but I wanted to call attention to it because it's, I mean, it's a little bit of a dance number. Yeah, he bops. He bops. Um, but it's called Nod Kula. And it is so cute because he's mm-hmm. basically just like staring at this necklace as if it is her. Yeah because of like all that it symbolizes that it makes him like very dancey and he's smiley he even like showers with it so that he yeah. can look at it so then he decides he's going to give this necklace to Asta so one day he gets on the bus where she is and you see her kind of just take like a deep breath in because she's preparing herself because again I think she's still a little like I don't know how I feel about this guy. Like he he's mostly just been mean to her yeah. and then sometimes smiles and is silent towards her. And it's yeah, just so a little hard to read at times. He's sending some mixed messages. He really is, yes. He goes over to where she's standing, he's standing behind her on the bus, and he's like, I wanna tell you something. I'm addicted to you, I love you, I got you this. He sticks his arm like underneath hers because she's holding on to, you know, like a a pole or a handle in the bus and at that moment the bus slams on the brakes and he accidentally touches her breast and he like immediately is like I'm I'm so sorry I I just wanted to give you this necklace and she's like what necklace because in the kerfuffle it got lost Mm -hmm. and he just looks so like crestfallen like this went exactly the wrong way yeah um and everyone around him is just like stop bothering that woman get off the bus Mm mm-hmm And he's like, but she knows me. And she doesn't speak up for him. And so he just gets, like, shoved off the bus. He kind of is getting hit by a bunch of people. Which I, honestly, as much as I don't want to see this happen to Shiva, because I do know what his motives are, Asta doesn't. These people don't. And I'm really proud of them for doing this. Because all they they saw, and there's a woman who, like, she's the first one to kind of step up and, like, step to Asta's Mm -hmm. defense here. She hears him say how much he loves her, and she immediately starts listening. Yeah. And she's, like, is paying attention the whole time. And then the minute Asta's, like, get away from me, she starts yelling. And she's like, nope, you get off the bus. That is so... Um, Great, yeah. And especially, like, like, knowing how common it is for violence to be committed against women. And we also know that 
violence happens against women who they're the people who are perpetrating the violence against them they do know so shiva saying oh i know her that doesn't excuse anything that's happening here and so it's good that they weren't like oh you know her okay Um, right i agree thank you for calling attention to that yeah yeah. that is awesome (laughs) yeah this poor shiva is pretty pretty dejected (laughs) asta goes home and as she gets home she finds this necklace that it got hooked into her scarf yeah um and she's like oh okay there there was a necklace she ends up giving it back to Shiva's mom to return it to him. And then we do get this scene where Shiva's talking to his mom and she's like, I hope you don't make the same mistakes as your father because we married and he only viewed me as like a person to cook for him yeah. and a person to lie with at night. And she actually starts to cry. So it's kind of like, what abuse have you experienced in your marriage um, at the very least neglect and that's at the very least yeah yeah and also sorry i wanted to mention this too that this happens right after a scene where shiva sees aditya yeah <clears throat> in a car like flirting or making out with i don't know just i said in necking. a car with a woman yeah necking. i said necking <laughs> necking with a lady and and i think too like shiva hearing this it is one of the things that makes him Mm. even more determined to keep pursuing Asta, not just because, not for like for his own selfish reasons, but because he sees that she could potentially have the life that his mother is describing to him. I had not connected those dots. So I appreciate that. That is very true. And then they are at this community event and Mm -hmm. Shiva sees Asta standing with Aditya who asks her to go somewhere quieter. Shiva tries to go after them, but then his mom stops him and is like, let her go. Don't make a scene. But then he starts singing. Yep. And we get our third dance number, I Shapat. I think this is my actual pick for my favorite song because it just, it's so sweet. And there's a reference to Layla and Majnoon. Yes, there is. Which I love. And we know the story behind that now. Yeah. And I just wrote, yeah, he's straight up serenading her. Yeah. Like the whole community's into it, but he is singing just to Asta. Mm -hmm. She actually ends up leaving Aditya to go back up into her room so she can be on the balcony so she can get a better view. Yeah. Um, Yeah, she's into it. She likes it. Yeah. And again, I just like that we're seeing this transition of him from being this like grim-faced, violent person to more of like a sweet and smiley person. She brings out the best in him. And that's kind of what this whole movie is about. There's also a moment that I really enjoy where he like he gets he's got his friends who are backup dancers yes. and that's fun and then they get down and they're dancing like with the crowd and he makes a detail hold the mic for him. Yeah. <laughs> it's just you know, it's just the kind of like subtle passive aggressive gesture that I really enjoy so much more than him hitting Aditya. <laughs> Me too. Um and Aditya definitely sees the slight there. So Yep. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But so as the song wraps up, Aditya appears on Asta's balcony. Um, behind her and he's like questioning her about Shiva he's like Mm -hmm. oh is that the guy who bothered you on the bus the other day she doesn't respond because she's clearly like it's just not worth talking about right and so instead he moves on to a different subject which is about how he tried to kiss her the other day and she wouldn't let him yeah well how dare she that's messed up because they're gonna be married soon and Asta's like, well, we're not married yet. Mm-hmm. And then Aditya's like, well, no, but come on, like, let me kiss you. And she's like, no. And then the doorbell rings. Mm-hmm. And Asta goes to answer it, only to see Shiva standing there. And he holds out the necklace. 
And he's like, you drop this downstairs. I love that. He, oh, I love the way he it's, says that. It's, it's not, such he's a not challenge. like he gave this back to my mom. He knows. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like looking her dead in the eyes. And he's yep. like, what are you going to do here? <laughs> and she takes it. Yep. Which is huge. And I'm yep. like, yes. See, the song, sir. The yep. song is what did it. And then Aditya's like, grumbly. He shuts the door in Shiva's face and mm-hmm. continues to try to assault Asta. Yeah. Shiva's still on the other side of the door, though. And he can hear Asta being like, no, Aditya. Like, no. Mm-hmm. So he rings the doorbell again. And Aditya opens it. And Shiva just looks right past him, as we were talking yep. about when in the Queen episode. Yep. And he's like, Asta, do you need help? Mm-hmm. And she doesn't say anything. And Aditya shuts the door again. But she was like, he's not worth me punching out. Nope. And I think she purposely didn't say she needed assistance because I think had she, Shiva probably would have then punched Aditya. Yeah. And I think, and she's in a difficult situation here. Like, yes, she does need some help. But yeah, the help that's in front of her right now really isn't the best case scenario. Right. But again, yeah, like I, all he cares about is what she needs. He is being Mm -hmm. fully like respectful of her and what she wants, and it's great. And I guess, you know, he does help her out because he distracts Aditya long enough that then, like, 20 seconds later, Asta's parents come up. So she's kind of saved from him anyway. But then Aditya continues to be a jerk, and as Asta's walking him out, he gives her a very non-consensual kiss on the cheek. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he comes back in the next scene, in the rain, Mm -hmm. and he's brought thugs. Um, yep. He's just hired some guys yeah. to beat Shiva up. Like, yep. So he stays in his fancy car and sends these three thugs out to hit Shiva. But it's funny because the thugs go over and they're like, hey, you have to apologize for bothering Asta on the bus. Or like, will you do it again? And Shiva shakes his head. And then they're like, okay, boss, he's apologizing. <laughs> it's like, is that is that good enough? We did it. And Aditya's like, no, like, go hit him. And as he's telling the thugs to go back over there and beat Shiva up, Shiva does say some really great things. Mm-hmm. He steps out into the rain-soaked street and he says, I may be a goon and not fit for her, but he mm-hmm. isn't either. He only dresses sharply, but his heart is uglier than your face. Oh! <laughs> he manages to insult everyone, everyone around him. Except Asta, yeah. Except Asta, who's perfect. Um, so then the thugs start attacking him. He yep. fights back. It's like five on one. Mm-hmm. They rip his shirt open at some point. Yeah, a la Tiger Shroff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but then Shiva picks up a pipe, and, like, the guy plays cricket. So he just starts, yeah. like, wailing on them with this huge mm-hmm. pipe thing. So he beats up all the thugs. He then goes and smashes Aditya's windshield. Uh, and Aditya just drives away like a whiny little person. Which, again, Shiva making the choice to not get physical with Aditya, he's defending himself, mm-hmm. and then he, instead of attacking Aditya, like, just breaks the windshield of his car. Yeah. Which is really all Aditya cares about anyway, yes, so. it's very true. Um, also, I forgot to mention that in the midst of this thug fight, Asta had told Aditya, because Aditya was like, we have to show him a lesson for bothering you on the bus. And she was like, are you really mad about the bus incident or are you mad that he saved me from you? Yeah. And Aditya like just smirks at her. It's gross and like creepy. And I'm like, you cannot marry this man. No, he's horrible. Um, After Aditya has driven away, Shiva's just like standing there. He's soaked. And he looks at Asta and he says, you know, I let him go. 
but I'm not letting go of you. Mm-hmm. And she clearly has all sorts of feels because then he just walks away. Like, he's not pressuring her. He's just like, nope. I love you. <laughs> yep. And then we get what I presume is intermission. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after intermission, we open up with a scene of Savant's right-hand guy uh, meeting with Shiva, saying they haven't seen him around the office lately. And Shiva's like, yep, no, I'm not into it anymore. My friends and I are done working for you. Shiva gets a ride home from that meeting and he's like riding on top of this taxi. I just love that. Yeah. He just like climbs on top of the roof of the taxi <laughs> and the taxi driver is like mostly unfazed. Yeah, even though like his feet are kind of blocking part of the like yeah like hanging down (laughs) in front of the windshield um and then he drops him off at home like shiva fell asleep on top of the taxi and asta is out reading in her on her balcony when they pull up so he sees her and he tells the taxi driver like hey she's trying to get me (laughs) yeah (laughs) she wants to marry me (laughs) yeah which is very funny and then the taxi driver is like i'm a singer i can serenade her (laughs) So they start singing together. It's very cute. Um, yep. I think Asta's not so impressed that Shiva is drunk. No, no. She definitely isn't a fan of that. I think she's she's entertained by this, but yeah. she's not... Again, this isn't exactly winning her over, and she does go back inside. <laughs> right. Yeah. So she, she goes back inside. Then there's this period of time when Asta's parents are away for a trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the nights that she's alone, Shiva stops by to ask if he should send his sister to her for company. She's like, that's mm-hmm. funny. Your sister's already here. He just wanted a reason to talk to her. She says goodnight, shuts the door, but she's completely smitten. So she's just like dancing around. She's trying to study, but she can't. At one point she goes and throws open the doors and almost trips over him because he has put mm-hmm. his like bedroll down right in front of the door. Yeah. Um, which she thinks is so cute. She gets him a blanket. And this is my number one favorite part of this movie. Yeah. Because <laughs> then with the door shut between them, she lays down on the inside of the door and they're sharing the same blanket, but there's a door separating them. Yeah. And we like there are a few moments kind of in between the taxi driver and the, this little song here where we really do start to see her falling for him mm-hmm. and he does a lot of really sweet and kind things for her and well as as well as like some flirtatious stuff yeah. and so yeah it just their their love is blossoming and it's it's really very adorable and yeah I love this part because then when Shiva wakes up in the morning he's like sort of you know groggily notices that someone's put a blanket on him and then the blanket starts to disappear and starts to get pulled under the door and so he realizes that Asta put the blanket on him but then she was like using it on the other side and then she like slowly rolls over and pulls it off of him Uh and I just love that I love that he's in the know so he's like okay this is happening this is really happening it's a really cute quiet sweet courtship that's happening yes so the day of her exams, because she didn't go with her family because she has her exams, she misses her bus. And Shiva sees this. So in the next moment, he pulls up on his motorcycle. And he's yeah. like, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a ride. But, you know, we'll, we'll catch up to your bus. What I love is that she, like, goes to get on the back of it. And he moves back. Yeah. And I think in the hopes <laughs> that she'll sit in front of him. I like to think he was picturing Bang Bang. Yeah. He was like, maybe she'll ride like with our fronts facing crotch each other. To crotch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with her legs wrapped around my waist. <laughs> yeah, but she just gives him a look and he's like, "Oh yeah, fine." <laughs> and she gets on behind him. But yeah, so they catch up to the bus. He like pulls in front of it to make it stop, mm-hmm. which I also am like, oh, "I shouldn't find this attractive." 
but I do like yeah yeah <laughs> um and then he gets off his motorbike to escort her onto the bus and then as she settles into her seat he says I won't accept less than first rank oh I love it and then That's he slaps so the bus to get it to go and it's, it's so <laughs> cute like it already feels like they're partners and he's like you're yeah. gonna kick butt post-exam he's there to greet her again and he's just like explaining all the reasons or all of the evidence that he loves her and he explains that like he knows how many steps she walks in a day it's a little stalkerish it's a but... little stalkerish but again she's into him so it's yep. a fine line <laughs> Um, and she calls his bluff she counts the number of steps and he was correct Um, Mm -hmm. and she is charmed by this and so she says okay would you go to dinner with me and his face like his jaw literally drops (laughs) yeah he looks like she punched him straight in the heart (laughs) yeah it's so cute and he's just like he he, like nods and um, then they're both so excited yep and so yeah they go out to dinner and on their date, Shiva tells her about his pet fish, which is a very sweet thing that he tells he his tells pet all fish his all of his secrets. Yeah. Um, and then he asks her if she has the same feelings he does. Mm-hmm. And she gets up and walks away. All she says is, she's like, I'm a human being. I do have feelings. She won't give him anything more than that. No. And then she changes the subject and they return and they've had this lovely evening together and mm-hmm. her parents arrived home early. And Shiva is just a bit of a oblivious. Like, he's just oblivious. He has not thought about his future in any way. He's just a young guy who likes a pretty girl. And yeah, yeah that's all he's got. And then, yeah, her dad says, okay, here's 1,500 rupees. And he's like, what, what, if I give you this money now, what will you do with it? And Shiva's like, well, I'll pay off that loan. And then I'll spend the rest tomorrow. Because it's a Tuesday. I don't drink on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, yeah, then Asta's father kind of drops all the pretenses. And he's like, you can't be around our daughter. I've heard that you hit your father. So you'll just hit her. Yeah. Irony being that Aditya is the one who would actually be violent towards Asta. But yeah, he doesn't know. And that. also, like, Shiva, one, didn't hit his father. And two, like, hitting his father does not translate to hitting Asta. Yeah. Everyone's making assumptions. Well, yeah. Yeah, and it feels Asta's like dad is that's kind of been Shiva's whole life. That everyone yeah. kind of assumes he's a thug and a loser and that he's stupid and a good for nothing. So he kind of is like, okay, I am those things. Yeah, um, everyone thinks I am, so why be anything else? Exactly. And then Asta's father tells Shiva that Asta's marrying Aditya. And that's mm-hmm. that. But then we get this cute balcony scene where they're both out on I their... I love this scene. Yeah, they're both out on their balconies. Asta's like studying... <laughs> And Shiva throws her a note. So they're passing like a note back and forth. Um, But basically she's like, okay, well, when have you scheduled your exams? And he's like, they're next month. And she's surprised by this um, Mm -hmm. because he's, he's doing it. And then he says, if I, if I do well, like, will you be mine? And she writes something Mm -hmm. and then tears it up and lets it like fall to the ground. And he like immediately like jumps off the balcony and catches himself. And then they're both like smiling at each other and she's like, oh my God, what are you doing? But she's amused. But he asks her, you know, if I do well, will you be mine? And she's like, if you earn high enough like marks, I'll think about Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, that's good enough for him. Yeah. He goes to sit his exams. 
he has this unfortunate thing happen where this like boy in front of him was cheating and then he crumples up his cheating paper and tosses it behind him so it's right in between his and Shiva's desks and the teacher comes over and is like whose is this and Shiva's just like head down doing his exam yeah yeah like like he has no thought that this guy could be talking to him because he has nothing to do with this. right and then the boy in front is like uh, not mine sir so then the teacher is like okay it must be the thugs Mm-hmm. Shiva, okay, get up, like, you're done here. And he's like, no, this is, like, the first time I'm honestly taking my exam yeah. in my life. Like, <laughs> And then the teacher, like, puts his hand on Shiva's arm. Shiva's like, please let go of me. The teacher doesn't. The teacher goes to haul him out of his seat, and then Shiva hits him. Which, yeah. again, I'm like, ah, you shouldn't have hit him. You did also ask him to remove his hand from you. It's complicated. <laughs> I do feel very badly for Shiva because he was trying so hard and this horrible teacher made these assumptions yeah. about him. And So yeah. he gets thrown in jail and poor Asta cracks open her piggy bank to bail him out. Um, mm-hmm. So Asta is there with her, his father and they ride in the car back to their, uh, their apartment building and Shiva's dad is reaming him out. And then Asta yeah. finally is just like, stop. Yep. It's not always Shiva's fault. He's mm-hmm. a 22-year-old man. Did you ever ask yourself why he is the way he is? Yeah. Yeah. So then later on, Asta's like, okay, Shiva, you need to get a job. And she helps set up an interview for him. So he goes. Yep. He's not interested in the job that it, it is because it's kind of like an errand boy sweeping the floors, making coffee. Yeah. But she convinces him that, like, everyone has to start somewhere. And he's like, okay, for you, I'll do this. Yeah. Um, and then it's cute because like he's all dressed for work and his whole family is so excited that he has a job now. And then she helps him open a bank account. As they're doing that, he's kind of joking around. He's like, okay, so now that I have the job and now that I'm opening up my bank account, like what else mm-hmm. do you want? Do you want a ring like that? And he points to the ring on her finger and she reveals that she did get engaged to Aditya officially. And he storms out. He's like, I'm doing all of this for you. Like what's even the point if you're not going to be with me and then later that day he gets drunk and ends up like beating on Asta's family's door screaming for her to come out in like re-watching this I was like so nervous at this scene because I was like oh my god like what horrible thing is he gonna do now and then I felt really bad for thinking yeah because like again it well it kind of sounds at first you're like oh no what's happening but really He's in so much turmoil, and what he's shouting is, I'm not going to quit my job. Yeah. He's upset, and he's hurt, and he loves her, but he can't be with her at this time. And he's like, you've changed me. Thank you. Yeah. It's like, I understand that I should be doing this for Mm -hmm. me and not just for you. He's still drunkenly shouting, which is alarming on its own. But it is like this kind of sad, sweet, drunken honesty. Yeah. Um, But yes, so then the next day, Asta and her family move out. He tracks them down. He ends up speaking with Asta's dad again, who says, like, Asta doesn't love you. And Shiva's like, all right, she can tell me that herself. And she comes out. And it's interesting. I'm I'm wondering what your interpretation of this scene is, because Mm -hmm. she is looking at her father because Shiva says, you know, tell him that you love me. She looks at her father and she says, I love you a lot. Mm-hmm. And Shiva's smile grows. Yeah. And then she says, but I love him more. Yeah. And I, because we kind of come to understand that 
Asta is going to marry mm-hmm. Aditya, Aditya yeah. and she, you know, she feels that family obligation. I think that is what made it for me clear that she was saying, she loves I love father. you to Shiva, but I love you more to her father. Yep. But it is really interesting the way that they choose to have her turn to her father mm-hmm. and say that she loves Shiva. Yep. But that is how he interprets it, too, because he does get a little, he's like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, she loves me. Yeah, it's just interesting. And uh, it is interesting. Yeah. But that's the first time it's, she it says is, it. I, it's hard to read. Yeah. Um, and then she says, like, please forget what was between us. This isn't happening. And she goes back inside. Mm-hmm. So, like, the next day or two days later, Asta's going to meet Shiva. And her mom is like, what are you doing? You can't meet him. She's like, look, mom, I've always done whatever you guys wanted for me, and I will continue to do that in the future. I'm marrying Aditya in a month. I'm doing this for me. And I wanted to say, too, just like in thinking about rewatching this movie now with sort of a better understanding of things uh, versus when I first watched it, I feel like when I first watched it, I was definitely like, well, why is she marrying Aditya? And certainly I think there are many reasons not to, but now knowing how important that family obligation mm-hmm. is and knowing how Aditya's wealth can support her family. And if she makes this match, then it really is protecting them. Just understanding that it really feels a lot less like she has a choice. Right. Um, And she meant, so I appreciate now having that understanding. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's easier to watch it through already knowing that. Um, And she later mentions too, that yeah, her father has recently had two heart attacks. Like he can't really take the stress of her marrying someone like Shiva but yes, so she does meet up with Shiva. They're sitting by the water. They're talking. Mm-hmm. She reveals that, like, she knows his entire wardrobe yeah. down to, like, the holes in his shirts. And you just it, see this, like, smile spread across his face. And he's like, wow, you really love me that much. And she's like, yeah. She just, like, touches his face. This is her version of the steps thing, yeah. of counting the steps. Oh, oh love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it's also so sweet because we've seen her holding back the entire film. But yeah. now she's like, I'm going to physically, like, she's just more physically affectionate with him. Like, she's touching him more. She's just more open emotionally and verbally with him. And then she ends up taking him to a friend's apartment. And mm-hmm. they're just, it's so sweet. She's, like, sitting right next to him. Like, they're holding hands. She's kind of just, like, touching his hair. Like, they hug. It's just, like all this tactile contact that they haven't had before because she yeah. couldn't. And it's just a beautiful moment. And It is, yeah. And I just, if I were her, I would just never stop touching his hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so um, they presumably make love. Mm-hmm. We don't know. <laughs> it, seems, it seems very strongly hinted at that they, that they do. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then we see them just kind of holding each other and Shiva says, let's get married. And this is where Asta explains why she has to marry Aditya. They collect themselves. They head outside. They're walking home. Shiva is saying that, you know, he's like, well, we have to at least try. Like, I'll talk to your parents. We have to try. I can't live knowing that I didn't try to fight for us. Um, he's like, I want to know what our kids look like. I want to know what our life together looks like. And she's like, wow, you have dreams now. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, (laughs) oh God, she's like, oh wait, I have to return the house key. Yep. And she turns back and just like immediately gets hit by like a bus and she goes flying. Yep. Then he goes running after her 
and he gets hit by a car, yeah. and he goes flying, and then they are, like, apart from each other, but they're facing each other, and they both have an arm outstretched, and they're both bleeding, and it's tragic. It's like, so, so tragic. Like, I, and, I, yeah. I could not watch this, but I also couldn't not watch it. It was just right. so hard. So this is where we usually stop as they uh, are walking along the street. I usually pause after it becomes clear that they've had sex. <laughs> That's fair, because that's just, like, I'm sad like, and then And then they live happily ever after. <laughs> that's a good point. Um, but, yes, yeah, so we do find out that Shiva survives, but Asta is dead. It's just, like, so... It's so frustrating because it's just so... It happens so fast, and it's so stupid. Like, she just... She doesn't even look. She just runs into the road. And yeah. then it's also just so far from being his fault and yet clearly everybody blames him yeah um but then Asta's mom does bring her journal right and she does say in that that like she loves him and and Mm -hmm. so he holds on to that throughout the years and then the movie ends in Mumbai 2019 we see Shiva he's sitting behind this big desk of Asta Wealth Management which Mm -hmm. is this company that he's created also his hair Um, looks way worse yeah I was like, so the only way, the only thing you did to change this man to make him seem like he's like in his forties is make his hair not good, like, <laughs> like slick back his hair and put a little bit of gray at the temples, but yeah. like not slicked back in a nice way. Like it just looks bad. No, it's like kind it's of bad. weird and poofy. I don't know, but yes. And so he sees Asta's ghost, mm-hmm. and they have a conversation. You know, they're talking, and she's like, "I always tell you to get married, but you don't." And he's like, "Yeah, well." He's like, um, I'll, it, will you marry me? Why don't you marry me? Yeah. It's like, well, because I'm a ghost. <laughs> but then it ends with him saying he's happy when he's able to employ someone like him, which is yeah. just what she said when she convinced him to get his original job. Yeah. he's yeah. He was given a chance, and so he gives others a chance. Yeah. The, there, we do have a title track that plays as Shiva is, is mourning, and the title track reveals that malal apparently means remorse or regret or something like that oh and it's just one of those things where it's like if we knew that (laughs) (laughs) we would have known that maybe it'd be sad yeah because there are really no other hints other than the title which we as two white ladies who don't speak hindi just went right over our heads but that's okay i just remember watching it the first time i started bawling my eyes out because i was so horrified yeah what just happened and then you made me watch it and you didn't tell me what happened (laughs) because you can't you can't no you know I know I and I'm glad you didn't but I did also like it I don't I don't often cry at movies but Mm -hmm. I I got choked up watching this movie and I was watching it on a plane (laughs) and so then I was just like okay well now I'm this woman sitting here on a plane weeping (laughs) so look at my little kindle fire um it's beautiful. It is I, a really beautiful movie. I really like it. I will say I, I'm not 100% fulfilled by the ending. Nope. Nope. Me neither. Um, but, you know, maybe that's also echoing his own life because, yes, he's made himself successful and he's able to employ all of these boys like him, but he's still missing a big piece of his happy ending. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, and we've talked about this before, but it's the whole, like, only first loves matter message, which I always yeah. hate to see. And losing a love does not preclude you from having love again in the future. 
Like you can no. very can much still love and appreciate your first love while having a second love, especially yeah. when that first love is dead and you can't Agreed. be with them. <laughs> but yeah, I love this movie. It holds up for me. Yeah, it does for me too. It's it's a really good one. Well, so for for research this week, I wanted to make sure to research something that was maybe a little bit lighter since this mm-hmm. is a, a sadder movie. I appreciate that. So with that in mind, it was a clear and obvious choice to me that what I should research this week was Shiva. Yeah. Shiva is one of the Trimurti, which mm-hmm. is the term for the, the Hindu trinity that sometimes is Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva, but sometimes it's also Vishnu, Shiva, and Devi. And sometimes Shiva's not even a part of it. So it's very awesome. varied, um, just like everything in Hinduism. But in, in one version of this, this trinity, Shiva is the destroyer and so much more. He's basically one big paradox, which you see a lot in Hindu traditions. You see these complementary qualities in one single ambiguous figure. Mm-hmm. So Shaivism, which is a sect of Hinduism that sees Shiva as the supreme being, sees him as both the creator and his creation, both the destroyer and the preserver. Basically, mm-hmm. he's just everything and everywhere, i.e. God. Ah, um, yeah. <laughs> and this is like Vaishnavism is the, you know, the, the sect that worships Vi- Vishnu over mm-hmm. all other gods. And both Vishnu and Shiva are included in each other's sects both acknowledge and even revere one another. So there's a lot of mutual respect between Shiva and Vishnu. Um, some would even say that they are each each other's highest manifestation. Okay. Which is very complicated and interwoven yeah. in ways that I don't, I don't, I don't understand, but is kind of cool to know. And Shiva, he can be depicted as fearsome and terrible, hence slash because of his association with destruction but he's also a very benign god he's real into animals Hmm. in some traditions he's the god of animals he's also depicted as both an ascetic a person who's given up worldly possessions as well Mm -hmm. as a householder you know a loving husband and father (laughs) okay Um, he's yeah literally everything he's everything yeah he's real into yoga we often see him (laughs) meditating but again, also a husband and father, his wife or consort or whatever you would, however you'd think of her, is Parvati. Mm-hmm. Um, and Parvati is herself a goddess. She's one of the goddesses who makes up the tree Devi, along with Sarasvati and Lakshmi, which is either, depending on what what you're thinking is, either that is the female version of the Trimurti or they are the consorts of the other gods in the Trimurti. Um, Again, depending on who you ask. I like the version where they're like the three lady gods who are in charge of the show. Um, She's also a figure in Shaktiism, uh, which is a goddess-oriented sect of Hinduism. She's a mother figure, but she can also be destructive and ferocious. So again, she's got those same kind of paradoxes that Shiva has. Mm Um, and Shiva had two sons with Parvati, one of whom is Kartikeya, and the other is Ganesha. Okay. Kartikeya is a popular deity, particularly in southern India, and Ganesha is worshipped throughout the Hindu world. And of course, as you mentioned, we see a celebration of Ganesh in the film, which is the celebration where they take an idol of Ganesh, which they would call a Murti, and they submerge him in water. And Ganesh is the god uh, with the elephant head, and he has the elephant head because of Shiva. 
And there are a few different stories of how this oh. happened. Um, <laughs> okay. But my preferred version of the story was the one I learned in my Hinduism class, which was that Shiva and Ganesh were like roughhousing. And Shiva accidentally <laughs> cut off his son's head. And meanwhile, Parvati has been like taking a bath for two years or something. And she <laughs> she comes out and she's really mad about this. So Shiva goes out into the woods and he like encounters this wise elephant and he like the elephant gives him his head and then he gives he puts the elephant's head on his son's body. I like that. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> it's just yeah, like it's, yeah, it's like you chop off your son's head, you you fix it. <laughs> you leave your husband alone with the kids and he messes things up per <laughs> usual, then he's gotta go and find a new head for your son (laughs) he's also got other kids and in some sects of hinduism those aren't even his kids uh so again it's all different depending on who you ask uh but Mm -hmm. i just want to i always want to make sure i mention those differences so that it's clear that when we talk about one thing we're talking about one thing and not everybody's thing he's often depicted with a third eye and he's usually wearing the form of a crescent moon sometimes it's on his forehead sometimes it's in like a headpiece but usually that's depicted somewhere on his form his skin is covered in ash Mm. and he typically has matted hair and his hair it's said that the the ganga the Ganges River flows from his hair. Um, And I just like that. Even though the Shiva in the movie has very different hair, his hair is a very important element of the film, I would say. Shiva is usually wearing a snake, and that snake's name is Vasuki. He's also often wearing a garland of skulls, which is pretty, like, hardcore. That's Um, cool. He's usually carrying a trident, which represents the creative, preservative, and destructive elements of his nature, and he rides a bull named Nandi. I like that. I yeah. like that all of his like animal companions have names. Yeah, they've all got their own stories and they're like gods in their own right. So that's pretty cool. That's super cool. Shiva is celebrated with one particular big festival called Maha Shivaratri. Usually this is celebrated between the months of February and March because the Hindu calendar is different from the Gregorian calendar. So it falls somewhere in that, that realm Some legends say that this day that they're celebrating is when Shiva performs his dance of creation and preservation and destruction. That's one of the things that Shiva does. He dances to create slash preserve slash destroy the world. So that's Mm, cool. I Um, like that. Others say that this is celebrating basically his and Parvati's anniversary, that this is when they got married. And unlike many Hindu celebrations, it is celebrated at night. And it is a more introspective holiday than we may have talked about before. There's fasting, there's meditation, there's a lot of self-reflection. So it's not, you know, this big dance party. It's just, you know, we're sitting, we're reflecting, and we're we're thinking about things. At least, again, this is how how many would would celebrate this day and celebrate Mm -hmm. Shiva. Um, And I just think it's interesting, too, to think about how this shiva relates to the shiva in our our movie this week um and i think the shiva in our movie we see him have a lot of dualities and paradoxes as well um in particular Mm -hmm. there's a line where he and asta are talking about his father and he says that his fear of his father made him fearless so he's you know at once full of fear and also fearless and also he's so in love with Asta that at the end of the movie he is without love so he is both very Mm -hmm. loving and without love I'm not trying to say that anybody decided that he should be named Shiva because he's representing the god Shiva in any way but I just like to think about how those choices might get made and and why why they work which I do think they work in this particular movie and that's part of the fun of art yeah absolutely it's us getting to to find these interpretations yeah exactly Mm -hmm. yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. So that was my research for this week. I like that. Thank you. I yeah. also was just looking up images of Shiva and yeah. super cool. He is a really cool god. Like, I think he's pretty badass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, be like Shiva. Be a badass. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's I, and he's really popular too. Like everybody seems to like him because there's sort of a version of him for everyone. There's mm-hmm. kind of the bad boy, but then there's also the like sweet benign guy, and then there's the ascetic and the yogi, and then there's the dad. Like he just he really fits whatever mold you want him to fit, while also always being himself. And I respect him for that. Oh, that was fun. Thank you. Yeah, you're yeah. welcome. I did have one piece of Bollywood news. Okay. I was really excited to see Varun Dhawan, who we've talked about before, but who we haven't yet watched a movie with on our podcast. But his announcement that Bahadia 2 is coming out, not until 2025, but it is coming out. Yes. Which is super exciting because that was a fun movie that came out at the end of last year. They were definitely teasing a sequel at the end of the movie so this is not mm-hmm. necessarily a surprise but fun to see this this officially announced i'm thank you for bringing that up because mm-hmm. yeah i saw that and was also so excited they certainly teased a bit of a crossover too with another <gasps> yes. uh, another kind of horror comedy that came out a few years earlier starring our boy raj kumar rao called stree and Shraddha Kapoor. Um, and Shraddha Kapoor. And there is a lot of potential here for what they could do. And they could have yeah. a lot of fun. It's like the spy cinematic universe, but it's the creepy cinematic universe. Yeah. <laughs> I am excited for October this year. Yeah, me too. We're going to watch some spooky flicks. Although I kind of feel like we're maybe going to have more than four or five. So we might have to, spooky season might have to... Well, but that's okay because spooky season comes every year. That's true. That's a good point. So yeah, we we it's time to plug. Yep, plug away. Uh, We do have an Instagram. Mm -hmm. Our handle is Two White Girls Talk Bollywood. Mm -hmm. If you enjoy listening, please give us a follow. You can give us a like. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can just say hi. Whatever you want to do, we appreciate any and all interaction. Indeed. And we have a Spotify and a YouTube playlist. Yes. Every Tuesday in our Instagram posts, Katie will link our YouTube and our Spotify playlists. And I mm-hmm. also put them in the episode description. So if you look at the episode description, you will find those links now. Uh, and you can join us in rocking out to these these hip tunes. Yes. Um, and this week, like we said, we are going to be adding three songs total because we sometimes can't choose only right. two favorites, one favorite each. Sometimes they're all too good. It's so. it often happens, frankly. And last <laughs> week we didn't put any songs on it, so right. I think this makes up for it. It balances out absolutely. So the next movie that we are going to be watching is Bareilly Kibarfi. <gasps> yes. Uh, and this is another romantic movie. I think this might be the shortest movie we've watched so far. It is less than two hours. Wow. But it's a great movie. It's one of my favorites. It's become sort of a go-to like romantic comedy for me. I don't remember a ton about it, mm-hmm. but I remember the basic plot. Yeah, um, it'll come back to you. It. You'll you'll like it. I, you yeah. know, Katie and I watched a lot of Bollywood back to back very quickly when we first yes. got really into this world. So it's totally understandable to not remember all the details of everything and get some wires crossed. I remember liking it. So, yeah. And I love all the people in it. 
Yeah, our our cast this week, we've got uh, one familiar face. Oh, no, sorry. We've got two familiar faces um, in Rajkumar Rao and Pankaj Tripathi. Yeah. Um, so bringing back our boys from Ludo, which is fun. Um, this is one of my favorite movies that I've seen Pankaj Tripathi in. I, and now we get to see kind of both sides of his personality and the types of roles that he takes. Oh, he's ridiculous. Um, I love him. He is ridiculous, and it's great. And then we're introducing two people who I'm really excited for us to start talking about, one of whom is Kriti Sanon, who mm-hmm. is just this fabulously talented, gorgeous woman who we <laughs> have been like so excited about her career ever since we started following her um Mm -hmm. and then uh our our leading man next week is Ayushman Karana who (laughs) is I'm a huge fan of his and I really like that he often he kind of plays like the everyman you know Mm -hmm. like he usually plays just kind of a normal dude who's flawed and kind of a little bit of a jerk and who needs to be told to be less of a jerk (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I think I usually see him in the role of, like, kind of sidekick, best friend. Um, I have yet to watch I think you're thinking of his brother. His I brother was, the like, the best friend in Luca Chupi. He was, like, the lead, no? What? He's the best friend in Luca Chupi, yeah. Yeah, his and brother And that's is. where I think those are the two movies I've seen him in. His brother is the is the best friend in Luca Chupi. Yeah. Do they look this? Are they twins? No, they just look very similar. <laughs> Okay, now I'm like, my mind is blown. So I'm sorry. Is his brother also the one in Street? Yes, his brother's the one in Street. Okay, yeah. this whole time I thought that was him. <laughs> Again, it's very understandable. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So the plot on IMDb is Bitty is a free spirited young girl who lives life on her own terms and refuses to be pressured into getting married. Her life takes a shift when she meets Chirag Dubey and Pratam Vidrohi. And that's Ooh. true, but it doesn't really tell us anything about the plot. <laughs> yeah. The Netflix synopsis mm-hmm. is, when she falls in love with the author of a novel she adores, Bohemian Vitti enlists the help of a local printer to find her new object of affection. And I prefer that because it has an actual action. Yes. Like, the IMDb synopsis makes it sound like this thing just, like, happens to her. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's not a movie. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. The The IMDb plot tells us really nothing. The Netflix mm. plot description, that is what the movie is about. Yeah. Yes. But, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to watch this one. I'm excited for you to see it again. Me too. Um, it's just a good, sweet, solid, fun movie with a good yeah. romance, good characters. Yeah, I really like it a lot. Cool. Also, books books we love books we love movies where books happen (laughs) yep (laughs) great well then until next time Mm -hmm. remember bollywood doesn't need us but we need bollywood because what else are we gonna cry about i was i was gonna say something like that too (laughs) i was gonna say like (laughs) we need bollywood to make us cry on airplanes Yep. (laughs) Not going to happen any other way. Nope. (laughs) Ah.